Welcome to Success Hackers, cracking the entrepreneurial code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. My fellow entrepreneurs, Scott Hansen here. Are you fired up? Are you excited to be alive? Are you ready to 10x your business and really start living the life that you were meant to live and really truly become the extraordinary person that you were meant to be? Today, our featured guest is Mr. Colin McGuire. Colin, are you ready to rock? I am. I'm really excited to uh, get going with this. Success Hackers is brought to you by Meet Advisors, empowering business through advice. Our featured guest today has an uncanny ability to get shit done, quote, unquote. He ran a million-dollar painting company. (laughs) Founded a very successful event marketing and promotion company. Has been featured on Inc.com, Fast Company, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur.com, and Forbes. Had a goal in 2014 to help 500-plus entrepreneurs become happier and more successful people. So guess what? He decided to start his own conference. Before he had a logo, website, or any real plan, he cold-called, emailed 500-plus famous entrepreneurs authors, and consultants. And guess what? It worked. He has Damon John from ABC's Shark Tank, Brian Wong, Shane Snow, and a ton of other highly successful entrepreneurs that will be speaking at BizFit in Chicago. Colin McGuire, welcome to Success Hackers. It is great to have you. It's great to be on with you, Scott. Thanks. Colin, I gave Hacker Nation just a little background of who you are, but really would love for you to share more about you and your business. Absolutely. So ju- just like you had outlined uh, in the intro here, in August 2014, I essentially made a goal for myself um, to help 500 entrepreneurs become happier and more successful people. And really, that was just born out of my passion for helping people and, you know, um, realizing that you know there's so many awesome entrepreneurs out there changing the world, creating awesome new businesses, you know, changing my life, right? You know, for instance, without the help of entrepreneurs, you know, some of the coolest services that I'm, you know, that I use daily, like Uber, Airbnb, uh, you know, a lot of different apps, you know, mobile apps, and really cool services and businesses that are around, they wouldn't be around. Um, without these extremely resourceful entrepreneurs who their success is implausible. It's highly unlikely. They, they break through and they do and then they, they change, you know, they, they change so many people's lives and, and they solve a ton of problems. And I wanted to help those entrepreneurs create these awesome businesses and, and live happier lives. Which brings me to what we call the passion play. Passion is such a key ingredient to being successful. I mean, in my opinion, it's really the number one factor for success. As a really young entrepreneur that you are, what are you passionate about and why is passion so important to you, Colin? It's probably hard for me to, to put my finger on directly what I'm quote unquote passionate about. You know, since I was a kid, I've, I've just always been involved with helping people. I like being a part of teams or groups or 
you know, helping people out that are less fortunate than I am um, or, you know, figuring out a way that I can get involved with something that's going to be, you know, doing some really cool, great, amazing things. And um, I guess that's just that's really where my my passion came out of for BizFit or my inspiration for it. You know, it's not really necessarily like a line of work I'm passionate about. It's more of just like a general idea of, you know, how I think people live, uh, you know, the happiest and most successful lives is when they're out there helping other people achieve their goals. And, you know, in, in, in turn, your goals, uh, you know, end up being, you know, realized. I guess that's essentially what I'm all about. You touched on a few things which I think are so important. And Hacker Nation, I hope you were taking some great notes already right off the bat. Colin shared a very important, successful golden nugget, which is it's about giving back. And it's about, I call it, servant leadership. As a young entrepreneur, you already have that embedded in you somehow, some way. That's just a part of your DNA. Why do you think giving back is so important, not only in your personal life, but also in business? I'm going to give you uh, my answer to why I think it's important, and then I'm going to kind of give you an example, you know, using my experience with BizFit right now. Um, so don't let me forget you. Don't don't let me forget to give you that example to <laughs> really exemplify okay. uh, what it is. So essentially, the reason why I think it's so important to help other entrepreneurs is because that's essentially how you build meaningful relationships with people. When I was first starting out in business or you know, when I was in college, starting up my own marketing and promotions company, running an online t-shirt business, being involved with my fraternity, I realized that all of the largest achievements I was making, the biggest breakthroughs I was making, you know, when I was making the most amount of money, the, the biggest things and the most successful things I was achieving was when I had created meaningful relationships around me, when people cared about my success and I cared about their success and we helped each other out. Because essentially I realized entrepreneurship and business in general is a team sport. And people don't realize that entrepreneurs who give more end up getting more in return. And the more people you're helping, the more help you're going to get. You essentially build this giant network of people who care for what you're doing and they want to be a part of it. They want to help you out. You know, when they see something on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, they see something come across their email, you know, they share it with their friends and then your network becomes larger. People begin to start caring about you. Um, and you also have these resources to reach out to when you need to get something done, when you're stuck, when you've hit a roadblock, when you need, you know, a second opinion on something, you're like, hey, I don't know much about this. Oh, I could reach out to Scott about this. I bet he has a ton of valuable insight for me on this specific topic. How do I get started with this? You know, X, Y, and Z topic, or you know, how do I solve this problem? Once you've created all these meaningful relationships and you've helped out a large group of people, you can then tap back into that network for your own help. And without creating value for other people, without helping other people out, how is anyone you ever reach out to going to want to help you? take time out of their day to help you. Let me just jump in for a second because I want to stay on this subject, which is so profound in what you just said, adding value, not expecting anything in return, helping people out, etc. Once you do that, then your relationships start to get built from a genuine integrity perspective. Is Colin talking about, I got to go to 75 different networking events every single month. I have to hand out hundreds of business cards. What's one success strategy, if you will, to help them on how they can develop better, quicker relationships? You know, you mentioned going out to networking activities and, you know, getting your face out there, handing out business cards. But, you know, trading business cards with people isn't meaningful. 
One thing you can do to help people out is when people shouldn't have to ask for your help, figure out a way to help people. You know, a lot of the times, you know, if you're, you know, maybe you're not an entrepreneur right now, maybe you're in a job, maybe you're in a sales job and, you know, you find a client who probably, you know, prospective client who necessarily isn't your ideal customer. They don't fall within your appetite. They don't spend enough, you know, prices too con- they're too price conscious for, you know, where your pricing's at. Suggest something to them. If you want to become someone's, you know, trusted advisor or building a meaningful relationship with them, do something for them. Send them a link to a to a competitor of yours even or, you know, something that might work better for them. Uh, when you know you get an email or a text from a friend, or you bump into someone at a networking event, or just out and about, and you hear what they're doing, make an email introduction for them. For instance, I'll meet someone at a, at a, at a networking event, or just bump into them through friends and hear about what they're doing, and be like, if I say, hey, you know, I've actually got a really interesting guy that you should probably meet. You know, if you guys teamed up, you guys would probably break the internet and go viral. He runs a marketing company. You run an awesome ed tech startup. Let me make that email, email introduction for you and, and you guys, you know, and you can see if you want to take it from there. And I didn't ask them, right? I didn't ask them to make the introduction. I didn't ask them if it would help. I just do it. And, and instead of just saying I'm going to do it, I send that email introduction as, as immediately as possible. I, you know, I, I write a quick email and this is how you can do it. This is how you can start building meaningful relationships tonight. Connect two people that if they got together would really do some, some cool things together. Either it's going to help one person or both people. Say if you're, if you're connecting an ed tech startup and a marketing company, um, you know, you're going to say like, hey, this is what this ed tech startup has done. This is what they're achieved. This is what their product is. And then I'm going out of my way to think of them, to connect two people. They realize that you know, I, I paid attention to a conversation I had with them. I know what they do. I know what their you know, unique selling points are. And I was able to connect two people over that. I'm trying to help both of their businesses grow. Um, and, you know, making introductions is a really easy way to show people that you care. That's a great piece of advice. Very, very well said. Share a moment or an experience, Colin, we call an aha or light bulb moment when you knew that you were really onto something big. It wasn't your dream anymore, but it actually started to become a successful business. I guess when I set that goal, just like you said, before I even had a logo or a website, I, you know, I just decided I, I was doing this. You know, I, everyone wants to become a happier person. So I realized that, you know, I probably had, you know, I was onto something in, in regards to happiness, but, you know, would entrepreneurs respond well to this? And so that's when I just decided, well, I was going to reach out to entrepreneurs who I wanted to speak at the conference. And so I just started cold calling, cold emailing, you know, LinkedIn messaging. I got really gritty, resourceful. You know, I was shooting, you know, Twitter messages, you know, tweeting at people, you know, following up, being really unique. And then finally, when I got a hold of the person, I'd, I'd say, hey, you know, I made a goal in August to help 500 entrepreneurs become happier, more successful people. I'm starting a conference called BizFit. I just literally made up a name for it, didn't have a logo. And essentially, I'd say, hey, you know, I, I, you know, I'm interested in having you come out to tell your story, create some educational insight specifically for entrepreneurs to learn from their story. And, and, you know, really just teach and educate and give back to the entrepreneurial community. Is this something you could get behind? And really big entrepreneurs like, 
you know, Shane Snow, Brian Wong, Steve McClatchy, you know, Damon John, like all these, it, it resonated very well with all these entrepreneurs and they started slowly getting behind me. So at the same time that I was essentially cold calling and cold reaching out to all these speakers, I was developing a logo, trying to figure out a way to get a website up. I'm completely non-technical. I have no idea how to do any of that stuff. And I was just, you know, bootstrapping, being extremely resourceful, Googling, using, you know, how to, how to get this done, how to get that done, figuring out how to use Elance and could I use Fiverr to get mock-ups and was this a good name and, you know, just moving at all parts and all of a sudden at one point in time when three or four of the speakers got back to me and like back-to-back days, I realized, you know, and they were like, yeah, this is totally something I can get behind. You know, let's do this. I want to give back to the entrepreneurial community. This sounds great. Sounds like, you know, I'm in total support of what you're doing. Hacker Nation, Colin just shared another great golden nugget, which is basically this. He had a vision, he had a target, and basically said, even though I'm not technical, even though I don't have a logo, even though I don't have a website, I have a passion for helping people, and I want to reach out to 500 plus emails, contacts, etc., and I'm going to make this happen no matter what. The mind and the attitude of a successful entrepreneur, I love it. We have another segment on the show called the Fail Forward Stage, Colin. As entrepreneurs and people who are playing at high level, failure, as you know, is really just simply part of the success equation. The more you fail, the quicker you are to your success. So take us back to a specific time or an event in your entrepreneurial endeavor. When you failed, you might have even felt like you wanted to quit, but you failed forward and then took that failure and used it to fuel for your success fire. The inspiration for BizFit, the, the goal to help entrepreneurs, stemmed out of a failure. I was in business development and sales, and I was trying to force myself to run a startup. And just like I said, I'm really non-technical, and I had this idea to compete, essentially compete with companies like Angie's List. I wanted to make an Uber for contractors. So if your refrigerator broke, your dishwasher, your fence was broken, you know, your gutter needed to get fixed, you could essentially take a picture, a video, you know, explain what's wrong with it, and it would ping a bunch of contractors and they could bid on that job. And then essentially the you know the, an appointment would be set, they'd come over, they'd fix it immediately, and you'd pay seamlessly through the app. It sounds like a great idea right now, but for a guy who's completely untechnical, that was almost almost impossible to develop. <laughs> I essentially dumped a ton of money into trying to get it built, and I ended up using like offshore developers because you know I was on a you know thirty thousand dollar a year salary, paying student loans, you know lived on my own, paid a car payment, you know credit cards, you know I, I had a social life. Right at the end of the day, now that I turn around and reflect on it. I failed. It wasn't the economy. It wasn't, you know, you didn't have enough money to do it. You just weren't resourceful enough. And that's where the goal was born out of. And then that's where I was like, well, what if I were to, you know, develop a conference where the the root reasons for the conference, right? The whole idea behind it was to create meaningful relationships between entrepreneurs, educate them, and fill them with a ton of ambition and motivation to change their lives and grow their businesses. How could I do that? Colin, share with Hacker Nation a success hacker strategy that you've used on how you were able to put together such a mega conference with some huge names in the entrepreneurial space in a very short period of time. What's maybe one success hacker strategy that if someone's listening to this can take what you've done and maybe duplicate it? Don't email everyone else or message everyone else with the same thing that people are doing. Stand out. Be unique. There's a couple of really unique things I did 
to get people's attention and, and to be meaningful. I sent them a meaningful email. I, 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 did, I poked around, figured out what they were all about as an entrepreneur, really what their history was, mentioned that I was a big fan of what they were doing with their business, and then really asked them to tell their story. You know, Knowing entrepreneurs, you probably know that they like to be on stage. They like to help people. The reason they started a company was you know, to create something greater than them, right? Um, they're ambitious. They want people, you know, they want to be idolized almost. And so I knew basically from the fact that Scott Hansen, you know, your name is your own favorite word and people wanted to be on stage. You know, we're paying this much. This is your compensation. This is a great marketing opportunity to market yourself. You know, we're going to be driving all this traffic to the website, all this stuff. I didn't mention any of that stuff because I knew all of my competitors was all focused on dollars. I wanted to make sure that my speakers there were there for the correct reasons. Stop sending, you know, these hoity-toity emails that have all this, you know, all these fancy business terms. And because at the end of the day, you know, the other person that's receiving that is a person just like you are. They have passions. They have goals. You know, they have emotions. Here's my second follow-up. Be meaningful hack here is when you don't get a response and, you know, they stop responding to you after that, be twice as meaningful. Go to Starbucks.com. You can email someone a gift card for as low as $5, which is essentially maybe a cup of coffee and a muffin. This is what I would say. Thanks for believing in what I'm doing in, in BizFit and being interested enough to help out. I know it's not much, but here's a gift card to get, you know, pick up your next morning coffee or tea. If you're in sales or you're growing a business and you're already established, reach out to someone they seemed really interested, then it goes stale. Do something that no one else is doing. Send them a big, bright, green ball from Target and include in there a note like, hey, what can we do to get the ball rolling again? They will have a big <laughs> green ball in their office for three days until they pop it and throw it out or, or respond back to you, right? Like they will sit there and stare at them until they respond back to your email. I've heard of a lot of ways to connect with people. I've never heard of a big green ball to send to their office. This is absolutely a success hackers first <laughs> on the show. But stand out to people. You know, I love no it. No one else is sending them a big green ball. Another <laughs> one that you can use. You know, I was working in a space where I was trying to fix a technology problem, right? And I knew that the people I was reaching out to had this problem. I went to the store. I bought a cheap plastic boat oar, like this kind you would paddle a canoe with. And I wrote up a note, a nice note. I typed it and I printed it out, you know, had my logo on and stuff. And I said, are you up the creek without a paddle? I'd still love to help. And I sent them a five foot boat oar in the mail. <laughs> when you get a five foot boat oar in the mail, you will not, not respond to me. 100% of the time I sent someone a five foot boat oar in the mail, they would get back to me. What other show can we have both a boat or and a green ball as a way to introduce yourself and your product on the show. I mean, we are busting down doors here on Success Hackers. Colin, great advice. <laughs> we are going to enter the randomness round. It's like putting you on the Success Hackers version of the hot seat. Whatever's the first answer to come to mind, just let it rip. So Colin McGuire, are you ready for the randomness round? Mm-hmm. Best advice you've ever received. Um, relationships are everything. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Do something every day that is you know, somehow exercising your body or, uh, or your mind and pick a daily habit and roll with it. You now own a time machine, Colin. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 18 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing what you know now about business and life, tell your 18-year-old self? 
there's a lot more cool people to meet outside of bars, nightclubs, and parties. <laughs> What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? I have an uncanny ability to connect dots quicker than other people. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? Probably literally no one knows this about me, but I grew up in Florida and I had this phase where I was really good at making balloon animals and I did it at a talent show in middle school. How about that? Well, being that this is a podcast, unfortunately, and we can't see you, I would have had you make me one uh, over (laughs) camera, but uh, you're lucked out. Last question of the randomness round, Colin. When your life is near the end, what do you want your legacy to be? You know, I hope that people will be able to thank me for helping them or I, you know, inadvertently educated someone or I helped someone who helped someone who helped someone or, you know, even if I was just, you know, able to inspire a small group of entrepreneurs to create cool businesses or, you know, do something like that. This has been incredible. Thank you so much, Colin, for your time and also sharing these awesome success strategies with Hacker Nation. Where can I listeners find out more about you and your business? If you go to attendbizfit.com, A-T-T-E-N-D-B-I-Z-F-I-T.com, attendbizfit, you can check out the conference. That's probably the best way to see my writing. I have a blog and an article section on there. I often write about you know really cool ways to create meaningful relationships, things you can do to get your mind right or find success. Um, I have really cool inspirational stories about all of my speakers on there. That's probably the best way to find out you know anything about me. I'm also at Twitter on Twitter at BizFit. C-E-O-L-I-N, because my name's Colin, so I, it's C-E-O-L-I-N. <laughs> Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Colin, along with some really cool resources that we have on the site. And don't forget to leave a review and a five-star rating. You can do this by simply going to successhackers.net clicking on the iTunes tab and click subscribe to the show on the iTunes page. By doing this, you will help us impact and empower more entrepreneurs from across the globe. You can also follow me and the show on Twitter at Scott Hansen 1210 at Scott Hansen 1210. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.